Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Thank you, Silence the Voice, uh, cruising into a Thursday morning here. Uh, and again, draft day tonight. Uh, the Cardinals looking, uh, my bet is on them, uh, Quitty Pay from Michigan. I like that name. His story is unbelievable. You're going to get some sad porn with Quitty Pay. His mom was a uh, Liberian uh, refugee, and uh, they went to war with some something. I don't know what goes on over there in that continent. And they uh, would just bang on your door and start shooting your family. Oh, he wasn't there, but his mom was, and she was like twelve. And uh, just they had videos of it. it was, uh, I guess it was probably in the late eighties, just banging on doors and just lighting up anybody inside. And then they just show up in the middle of the night, and start shooting these villagers. And the mom got loose, never saw her family again. Whatever, ended up here. I Made think they it to the states. Moved to Rhode Island. Lived in the projects in Rhode Island. His story is going. His story is going to be played tonight a lot. Quitty pay. Some- Something about the phrase projects in Rhode Island. Yeah, I know. That's what I said. You know, that was I, I wondered when I saw the thing uh, on the NFL Network, and I'm like, Rhode Island projects. I just don't tie those things together. Like the mean streets of Providence, Rhode Island don't yeah. really roll off my... Pawtucket? Evidently. <laughs> evidently. Isn't Pawtucket somewhere else? Is that in Rhode Island, too? Yeah, that was... Isn't it? I think Pawtucket's... A, I don't know. It's, I don't know the area. It's the Red Sox farm team. That's yeah, all I know That's all I am. Yeah. The Pawtucket. He's down in Pawtucket. But the... Uh, yeah, the story on Quiddy Pays. I think the Cardinals will probably end up getting him, although he's getting a lot of buzz now, so he might jump up. And who knows? If uh, old Steve Kime and the party bus rolls up, they might start wheeling and dealing again and make some moves. Drop some know. cash. Old .19 might roll in there with an idea. The next thing you know, they're picking third. Could be. Some big trades, but the draft is, uh, the draft is uh, an actual event now. Who would have ever guessed? I remember my grandpa died in 1984, and I had to stay with Martha Richards, my my mom's friend. Well, uh, my parents flew back for my grandpa's thing, and uh, the, and this is the first time I ever saw ESPN's draft, and it was just a conference center, some hotel in New York, the all big uh, ten top tables. Yeah, everybody sat at the same table with yep. just a flyer and a, they had the phone. The phone. That's what I was going to bring up. The thing I remember the most was they had actual helmets. And the phone and the Bills changed their helmets that year to the blue helmet from the white helmet. And I remember seeing that, thinking, "How do I get? How do I get all of those? Like every single helmet." And all it is is a phone inside the top of a yeah. helmet that they painted. But it was the coolest thing ever. Like those Sports Illustrated ever. phones you yes. got when you got your yeah. subscription. Yeah. <laughs> yes, yeah. it was the except for that was crap because I got <laughs> one of those and it was just garbage. Oh, were they plastic? Yeah, Sports Illustrated. Well, I oh, yeah, loved yeah. Sports Illustrated. We subscribed to it. You get that helmet phone, but it shows up in its thin plastic with a phone in it. Uh, Not like the ones at the uh, NFL draft. It's like you're a slushy cup oh, that you get at, at the that. ballpark. There's one yeah. from 97. Look at that thing, Brady. Oh, the slushy cups. Exactly. It was that <laughs> kind that, of yeah, plastic. Yeah. Not that thing. Not the one Toledo just pulled up. Even that's the New York Giants who 
make me want to vomit out every orifice of my body looking at that helmet. Five grand? Is that what that says? What? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, because it's the actual one. It's the actual wow. one. The one they made the draft uh, picks out of. Yeah, to draft uh, Tiki Barber and uh, uh, Dante Hilliard. Ike. Ike Hilliard. Yeah. There you go. Maybe Ben's right. Maybe we have too much sports knowledge in our heads. <laughs> not enough room in there for my crying porn. But yeah, the uh, those helmets were the best. And I remember watching that. And now who would have ever imagined that the NFL draft is a three-day spectacular, even during COVID, that they're going to roll this thing out in a huge way. But we'll see. And Quiddy Pay seems like a really good kid, too. Like, the interviews and stuff are... And he comes from humble roots, for sure. Anytime your family was shot out by warlords in Liberia, I think you're... <laughs> you got a different perspective on how bad things can actually get. And, uh, yeah, he's going to – he's definitely – I think the Cardinals draft him. We'll see, though. You never know. Do they need another six-foot-four-inch defensive end linebacker type that – now that they got J.J. Watt? And I think they do because J.J.'s only going to play four or five games. We know that. <laughs> Cardinal fan. But I like I liked the, uh, the idea of football. And Brady handed me this. You want to feel old? You ready for this one? Uh-oh. How many years ago do you think Bo Jackson was drafted in football? Just Herschel Walker first thing in your head. First so thing in your head. Just take a shot. 91. Say 91. 87. 87. It was oh, yeah, uh, 35 years ago in 86. Do you oh, remember yeah. who he was drafted by? Uh, this is one that stumps everybody. Yeah, it wasn't the Raiders. The reason he went and – he was drafted by the Yankees when he was in high school. And he decided, oh, maybe I'll play base. And then he decided to go to Auburn. So it wasn't the obvious team, Royals or, or Raiders? People forget this. It was, was the it? miserable Tampa Bay Buccaneers were the first to choose Bo Jackson. They, wow. they picked him. The awful What did he do? Pull an Eli Manning? Playing for them. He pulled an Eli and Manning. They played some baseball. Went over and played a little ball. Rights went elsewhere. I think they had to trade him. I don't remember that part. But 35 years ago. Crazy. Bo Jackson. Good Lord. And I also remember when Bo Jackson's hip went silly in that Raiders-Bengals mm-hmm. game. And they went down there, and uh, who did they talk to on the sidelines? Say, let's go down and get a better perspective of what just happened. Hey, Twitter world, what's going on? It's OJ Simpson here for NBC. I just <laughs> saw Bo Jackson Walker. This is no joke. I know injuries. I know when people are really devastated by an injury and it's going to ruin their life. Bo Jackson's probably not going to play football again. And everybody's like, oh, Juice, don't say that. He walked off the field. He goes, I've seen this before. Trust me, you'll find out in a few years. I know when people are done. I know when to stop cutting. Personally. All right, OJ, we don't know what that means. We hope you're wrong. No, OJ Simpson saying Bo Jackson's injury is a lot worse than they thought. He, can, he can't cut anymore. There's no way that man's going back out there cutting on the field. That's for sure. Hide the women and hide the children. That guy's going to be angry. He's going to have to do like me and cut somewhere yeah. else. Anyway, uh, I'm just letting you know. There's other places. Hey, everybody, cut. four more years and I make the news again. It was like 91 or 92, and, Bo's, and I remember the game. It was at the Coliseum. He got tackled. It was a funny tackle. OJ was saying. OJ was on the sidelines, and he said, I don't think he's coming back. And I mean, for good. Wasn't it a weird step? Like, he just jammed his hip yeah, up Yeah, it was a weird body? hip jam, and then he landed on it. Yeah. And I remember, I, if I remember correctly, they still talked to him. Like, he was leaving, and they still ch- – like, he could walk, but something was really bad. And, he, and OJ called it. He's like, I think this is that injury that blows a dude's hip up. He's going to need surgery on this. And he was right. Bo Jackson, though, what a what a Whoa. machine. Oh. 
Talk, he was the first video game guy. Yeah, Jeez. he was the first guy you looked at and said, "I've never seen this before." Like this is video game stuff. Like climbing walls without his hands. Yeah, the bat break. The bat, yeah. just breaking it with his, just leaning it on his knee. And have you ever tried to break a baseball bat? Yeah, ever smash it on your leg? It. He broke it with his hands. Amazing. Yeah, he was the first video game anything I've ever seen. Everybody remembers him running off into the tunnel. That Monday nighter against Seattle, where he just blew by the entire team, going away yeah. like nobody could come close to catching him. And Bosworth, yeah, well, Bosworth, Get out yeah. Of the well, way. He, he smoked Bosworth on the goal line. But the big one was when he when he was running, mm-hmm. and you'd and never seen anybody do away. that. He pulled it away from just, corner everybody. Yeah. A world class speed. He was amazing. Is this the play for? Uh, I think so. fortunately, in a sense, they Bo went down. Ninety one. Playing great football because a lot of other people were. Pitch back to Bo. Jackson has some room. And of course, it was a 15, 20, 25 yard run. And, and they just pulled, they pulled it out of its socket. And I believe the Raiders with Tatara, the Bengals. Are. This is just what the Bengals wanted to avoid. Oh, look at this. Yeah, and he was walking. He knew. The yeah. Raiders were. Does this go down to OJ? I think he's dead. That's what I was hoping for. Everybody run. He's dead. Got another 30 seconds left in the video. Yeah. Talking to Fulcher before the game, he said, you can't tackle him in his legs. Look at Steve Smith. Oh, kick there his he is man on, out. on the a ground great later. Job Just a beast. Montoya. A beautiful job of pulling yeah, and blocking. Yeah, how about that? 35 Broken tackle. <laughs> Brady's right remembering his banger. Right oh, he grabbed <laughs> it right away. I didn't yeah, see him grab it. He was done. That was the end of it. Never move normal again. How about that? Man. Anyway, who will be the Bo Jackson tonight? Well, well do you think Trevor Lawrence is going to be something? No. I, you I, I think he'll be passable. But uh, what? What? What is passable? Kirk Cousins? Brady will hate hearing this, but I think. But no, he'll he'll no. I'll say it before he'll he'll have better results than Justin Fields. Oh, I'm not please. I mean, Brady. That's you know. That's like saying one of the WNBA girls is going to be a star. True, in the but I thought, I thought you made no, one. No. I was going to say Urban Meyer is uh, the reason why he's not going to. It'll be, be interesting. It's not really interesting. He's Urban prediction week eight. Urban the comes nation up. is watching. John. Yeah, I know. And prediction. <laughs> Urban Meyer will have some sort of a illness. He's got to leave. Headaches, he's got. He's got to leave the NFL when the when the two and six Jags look like a complete catastrophe and be like ah. I'm not feeling all that well. I think i got to be with my family some more. Remember when he quit football to be with his family for like eight weeks and then took another job for more money? That's the best thing I've ever heard. Urban. It was longer than that. Not ten, much. Ten weeks. No, I don't know. It was. Yeah. <laughs> Ronnie says, you remember Tech Mobile? You were doomed if you didn't get to be Bo. If, the, if you played a guy who had Bo Jackson on Tech Mobile. Over. There was no playing him. The only hope you had was that you had the Redskins because Dexter Manley on the other side was the most amazing defensive player of all time. Dexter Manley almost ruined a sports bar here in Phoenix my friend worked at. What? Single-handedly? He almost killed my friend Mark Stebbings once at the sports club <laughs> up at uh, the point because Dexter was uh, – Dexter dabbled in the powder. And he went from being quite kind to Mark to trying to tear the glass partitions off, off of the bar and screaming, That – Kid right there, <laughs> screaming at Mark like he was supposed to get him something he forgot. And Mark said, "This dude was huge. Just went off and angry and like looking at me the whole time." And Dexter had a little bit of a temper issue. And he tried to pull the great glass sports out. bar. The sports bar was that the one on the top? Yeah, it was yeah. a great sports bar. Yeah, it was an awesome sports bar. 
Uh, and uh, last night, I don't know if you guys watched the Biden speech. I watched a little bit of it, and it was boring as usual. Joe is not a charismatic individual, and we're going to be paying for just about everything there is to pay for, and blah, 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 political, political. But I thought he liked black people. He doesn't I thought, anymore? I thought he wanted the black vote. What you might have missed last night in the midst of Joe's speech was that he's trying to uh, – let me get this right. Um, he's trying to get rid of flavored cigarettes. And in the past, anybody who's tried to do that has kept it away from the menthol. Joe's yeah. added menthol yep. in. You're going <laughs> to lose the black vote, Joe, if you get rid of menthol cigarettes or start taxing those. Taking it out. We thought we had riots in the streets for – that is the most racist thing you can do is take away menthol. You can't do that. That's the, I don't know anybody who likes menthol outside of the African-American population. That's their, that's their jam. Goes back to 48 hours yeah, or, or uh, trading places. Who yeah. will be putting the cools out on the floor? <laughs> <Right. laughs> <That's right. laughs> yeah, they're characterizing menthol flavors. And he was on Charlemagne the God and said, if, you're, if you don't vote for me, then you're not black. And then he says, no more menthol cigarettes? Are you crazy? We thought there was a... going to hurt him. We thought there was a cracker storm at the, uh, at the Capitol on January 6th. You're gonna, it is going to be a fresh-smelling menthol scent that waves right into that building <laughs> coming up. You pass this one. That's risky. Can you imagine if he cuts 40 ounces down to 32 oh ounces? Oh, my God. Okay, oh, my oh, God. It. <laughs> What's this cracker thing? You drop it two ounces. Are you <laughs> crazy? Yep. Yeah, you get it out of 40. It's just a 38 now? Yeah. Uh-uh. What, are we trying to lose weight? <laughs> People skip that part and all this stuff that he's got, all these things he's trying to pass and everything else. Menthol cigarettes have been snuck into that we're going to try to ban these. What? Oh, my goodness. You're going to have a bunch of hacking lungs wandering up. Yeah. <laughs> I want to talk to the <coughs> I want to talk to the president for a minute. <laughs> Give me my parliament. Yeah, how dare you? <laughs> hey, mother! Eighteen dollars for a pack of parliaments? <laughs> you see, you're trying to help the inner city. You, Joe, bring me Caitlin's ass. Do not vote for Joe. Don't vote for that cracker. He's a liar. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Take away menthol cigarettes. Are you insane? It should be part of a government package that we send it out with, with the, everybody. Some type of reparation. It's in the package. Trump's going to be grandstanding on that in the next election. I never took those away. I never <laughs> ever once decided to take away menthol cigarettes from the blacks or anyone else for that matter. But I don't know who else smokes them. Maybe Indians. I don't know. Never paid attention. You can't do that, Joe. That is a mistake. Ripple? What's that? What's next? Ripple? Uh, Mad Dog. Mad Dog? You can't do it. (laughs) MD2020. And people get mad about that stuff. But there are cultural things that aren't racist. And menthol cigarettes is one. I I never forget how I learned menthol cigarettes were mostly an African-American thing. As this girl at Tony Romas was smoking one. And I'm like, ugh, what is that? What is that smell? And she goes, oh, it's menthol. (laughs) It's cool. Like, um, Like a mint. Let me have some of that. 
and I hit it. I'm like, this is disgusting. I'm like, how come you're smoking these and not just regular cigarettes? And she goes, the guy I'm dating, is he smokes them. I'm like, oh. And then I met the guy she's dating. He was like six feet, seven inch black guy. Big belly on him, though. And he comes rolling in. and I mean, he smelled fantastic, like mints and cocoa butter. He was amazing. Like, I wanted to live inside of him. He smelled so good. And, uh, and I'm like, menthols. And he goes, I get all my white women to smoke these. And I started laughing. He goes, it's a black thing. And I'm like, it is? I'm like, I don't even know what menthol cigarettes are. And he explained to me the whole reason why white people smoking them is a clue that they have dated a black person. And I'm like, is that real? His name was Carlos, too, which was weird, because I always called him Dominican, but he said he was black. I'm like, no black guy named Carlos. You're like the DR. Nope. Carlos, man. And Carlos smoked heavy. What's worse? Heavy menthol Menthols cigarettes. or cloves? Ooh. I'll tell you that. I, I actually, I actually yeah. like menthol. The smell of it. Right. Smoking, it's terrible. It reminds me of uh, chew. Yeah. Like, it's like a good flavor of, of dipping. I don't like clove cigarettes because it has that artificial weirdness smell. to it. But. Now, Bert, I don't mean to get all urban on Uh-oh. you, but Eddie Murphy was not saying cools in trading places. He was saying coals. Huh? No, he wasn't. No. I don't know what he said. I thought just, he said just, cools, too. That's what I. That's what everybody thinks. Cools. Yeah. I don't see I don't see anybody smoking anymore, but menthol cigarettes being banned. You don't see anyone smoking? No, I don't hang I out. I see it all the time. Where? I don't hang out. I don't hang out around smokers. <laughs> Smoking cools? Where in the world do you go? Well, to, I don't know about cools. Where do you oh, go that there's a lot of smoking? We see them all. We're in downtown Mason. Well, there you go. The That's the answer I'm looking Walking for. Well, I, I just said I don't Mormon, hang out down there. Mormon downtown yeah. no, Mesa. No, no. We all moved to Gilbert that? because there was too much menthol going on in Mesa. <laughs> the Mormons ran away. It's in their Bible to not be around that stuff. It's banned in, yeah. uh, in Gilbert. Of course it is. You're not allowed to have cools. Up until Any 1978, they wouldn't even like associate with anybody who smoked menthol. <laughs> right. The Bible told them not to talk to them. They were being punished by the gods with their skin. Somehow or another, they changed that rule in their wacky religion. But yeah, the the menthol thing. I just uh, if I were to smoke a cigarette, it would be menthols. They taste terrible, but you smell phenomenal. And regular cigarettes stink up a whole car. Menthol cigarette. At least I'll have to check with my mom if she first started smoking. I wonder if she went through menthols. Now I know. Does she hit menthol? Then then you would know that your she mom your background mom, your mom dabbled before dad your mom yeah. dabbled with or a little, during. Your mom was originalblacked.com. She was in on it. Did this you ever smoke said. cools? This is what Eddie says. You've yeah. got it. You found the clip? Oh, oh, you got it. oh you that's got you. Is that you? Hold yeah, on. Hang on. I got to go back. He says cools. Yeah, he's throwing cools because it's a cigarette, bud. Yeah. He's holding a cigarette. Brett was right. Listener zero, Brett won. Nice that's job. right. Don't question Brett. I know my urban. He knows his urban <laughs> movies. Brett's a Medea fan. And that's why oh, we. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. I remember talking to you about that. I like the Medea's Christmas. And I'm like, no, you no, do? no. It was just the one one. The you one like was you. funny. <laughs> <laughs> Which yeah. one was it? Uh, was it the. I don't remember what Diary, Diary of a Mad yeah, Black, Black Woman. Oh, because she starts pulling out her gat and everything. Yeah, and I was like, it, I was, it, don't get him into it. I, oh, yeah. He'll start quoting it. Oh, yeah. He'll quote Tyler Perry. We were at Christopher's at the Biltmore when you told me that. And I'm like, keep it down. <laughs> what are you doing? I like Medea, Diary of a Mad Black Woman. Shh. Shh. Stop it. See, what? I'm, in, I'm in touch. I'm going to get kicked out. I'd never ban menthols. <laughs> no, never. <laughs> I uh, Literally, I would uh, thinking about Carlos and that delicious cocoa butter and menthol smell. I mean, you could – his car – was like a mint factory exploded in a tropical island. It was unbelievable how good his car smelled. Leather seats. Carlos smelled good. 
I only knew Carlos for two weeks, but he made an impact because I, if I smell menthol <laughs> cigarettes, I think about him. <laughs> but I don't, I don't know that – I don't think I've been around someone smoking menthol cigarettes in – it's been a long yeah. time. They're trying to ban that. You're crazy. You're a crazy person, Joe Biden. Yeah, he, he's got a death with And where's Kamala in all this? She was back there. That's yeah, she'd be like, uh, she'd stand up during that one. Ixnay on the Enthal May, OJ. <laughs> Hello? No, no, different. Pig Latin OJ. She's back there with a carton of cools. Yeah, she's got her schools. Got, she's she's going to sell them on the street. She's stockpiling. She's got an inside scoop that this dumb cracker is going to get rid of them all. She's going to sell them on the side. Where is she stepping in on that? Yeah, that girl. And, and now I think back, that girl that was smoking those menthols stopped immediately after Carlos left her life. And Went Carlos. Went skull mint. Maybe. Was, you know what's funny? She did start dating a little yeah. Gilbert kid. Started Probably dating Kenny Chesney. She dated a uh, 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 bus boy who was uh, going through the transition of, I think that transition. Oh, she was dipping. She, she was going, he went through the transition of normal kid to country kid. Yeah. Which I find stranger than man to woman. I think the transition of Bruce He's to Caitlin. He's the one that did the pearl buttons. No, no, I have a few of those. <laughs> okay. In the 90s, there was a weird movement that turned normal kids into these weird country kids. With the arrows With on the their arrows shirts. pocket. And you went to Gilbert High School. Yeah, you saw yeah, this yeah, first. It was brutal. And it was really strange to watch these transitions. And I the understand. Garth Brooks factor. Mm-hmm. I completely understand the transition, gender transition, more <laughs> than I do normal kid to country music fan. That doesn't make sense to me at all. Like, you were normal a minute ago. My friend was normal. Totally. And then all this, like, it was like a day went by. He started listening to Garth Brooks and George Strait, and he shows up in this shirt with arrows on it, and it looked like little deer paw prints, a long sleeve, Wrangler jeans with a belt buckle, and I'm like, what in the world is going on here? (laughs) I didn't understand it. He turned into a completely different human being because of country music. Power of the talk. It wasn't. He did this with a friend of his named Andy. Andy went through the transition oh, too. He's I don't like crank. to I don't like to use yeah. names, but Andy <laughs> Swingle went through a massive transition of normal kid to country kid, and then back to normal guy. But for a while there, it would be I, I would have been more accepting if Andy showed up in a dress. I mean, like you want to be a woman? That makes sense to me. I understand that a whole lot more. You didn't than, look at it. You you weren't heading to Sabas or anywhere. No, at one particular no. Time. It was strange to me. <laughs> It was that 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 transformation never made sense to me. Like you can't just like the music; you have to become the person. Uh huh. Okay, this is weird. But that that happens every generation. I mean, look at look in the eighties when Urban Cowboy came out. All the oh, idiots yeah. were out there doing the same thing. And I'm watching my dad go through it. Oh, that's I'm right. Watching yeah, my dad turn my into dad. a transition into a cowboy. And I don't understand it. It's like I'd ra- I would rather my dad told me I've been a woman my whole life trapped in this weird body. I'm like I get that. That I I don't necessarily understand all of it, but I I understand that I, I don't understand the I'm gonna wear cowboy hats and lasso things. I'm like what? Who are you? You're this is not normal. It's the activities that change that I get wanting to go shoe shopping with the ladies. I don't get when, the when hat. Torp bought his uh, Shepler's hat and a nice black leather vest. You know that. Like, what are we, Big Valley? He looked like Jared Barkley. <laughs> it's weird. Yeah, that one I don't get. I've known plenty of decent people and lost them to country music. And they don't, they're not the same person. Those conversions still happen. You cannot be friends with them anymore. Which is, you it can't. is weird. But, uh, I mean, most of the time it is that I've seen it. It's always been they started dating a girl. Yeah, that'll happen. And all of a sudden, 
the music influence come around. Yeah. Now, now a decent relationship is where the man influences the woman to like the stuff he likes, and then she starts doing. Never ever the, like she's a country music fan, and he goes after it. Like if you started coming in here and vests and cowboy boots and hats and, um, again, we and couldn't kiss be shirts. Again. Uh, no, kiss <laughs> shirts are different. That I don't I don't want to be friends with you either in that regard. But but there's you know there's some but you don't about this. on that. Remember, I mean, remember you have to accept the person. Like if you're dating that person, yeah. you got to find out. Like okay, well. They're going to have a couple of, of a couple their things, things that sure. you're not going to dive in. Do you remember That's the couple right. of days in a row where you came in in a sleeveless shirt? Yeah, we just not a ruined. tank top. Yeah, he came not in a tank top. Yeah, he dressed like because he, I was playing tennis afterwards. Yeah, but he was. It was weird. You were you were picking that up like it was a trend. You were dressing like that annoying uh, guy. And sometimes uh, you want to display the pipes. I went through a phase. <laughs> who's right. the night owl like, guy? You know what? The what? other one. There was oh the night owl. No, Jerry who's the guy you were dressing like? The one that wears the tank top. The doll. Is it Nadal? Nadal. Yeah. Is he the one that does it? Raphael Nadal. And Brady started to come in like he ate Raphael Nadal and stole his clothes. It was a Rafa shirt. <laughs> it was awful. And his, little, his little hairy <laughs> triceps. His, like, the back of his arm looked like a canned ham with hair all over it. I'm like, get a shirt on. Quit it. Was we that ra- ridiculed you immediately because it's like, this is not. <laughs> it's like Rafi wears. I'm playing tennis later. A, first off, you're not playing like him. B, put on <laughs> a goddamn shirt. are talking about? We're both lefties. It I've doesn't got- mean you have no, no. <laughs> look, the last person I'm going to compare you to on the planet. I would compare you to Terry Crews before I would Rafael Nadal. <laughs> it's funny. <laughs> yeah. That was an awful trend. I told you started. that story back. It was in the golf. It was Sergio Garcia, yeah. and I was in the line, and I said that exact same thing to him that I like. I, people come up to me and get me confused for you. you. And he looks at me and goes, "Uh huh." By the whites of our eyes, <laughs> the only thing we had in common. He thought that was hilarious, <laughs> and he wasn't kidding. <laughs> yeah, but you know, like if you started coming in here dressed like a cowboy. I would find it odd. The difference between like a person who just starts liking Kiss, and it does get a little weird with rock music guys, but they don't start acting out the songs. They don't start rustling doggies and like that's what's going on with my dad. It's like he's now all the. I mean, he's always been a farm kid. Grew up in a small town in Pennsylvania. That transitions but, a lot easier. But it I don't. Wasn't, I don't find that mm, that far fetched with your dad. But I um, do. Because he's a hunter, and so that's not cowboy hunters are. Uh, that's been going on since the beginning of man. He's from northwestern Pennsylvania. There's no cowboy activity there at all. Now he lives in Texas. He moved to Texas because he's a cowboy. Finally. It's it's mental. <laughs> but even his house up in the... Exactly. He started getting more and more weird cowboy nonsense. And then he's like, I got to move to Texas where the cowboys live. I'm like, that's gay. In a way, that's really gay. I got to live with more cowboys. That's gay. How long has he had horses? Uh, well, he had them when he was a kid. And he's always liked horses, but gonna, horses aren't cowboys either. Horses are were a means of transportation. They're also a very regal English thing. He doesn't. If he started dressing like that, I think he's bananas too. If he started dressing like but he's going he, on a fox hunt every Thursday, but he is. I know he's a little bit younger than my dad. But those they watch. I mean, my dad will still he's watch the westerns. Bananas are coming on. John, any of the John Wayne stuff, and yeah, I find it also strange to transition your lifestyle, not just. You know, especially yeah, in his early seventies. Like now, you're a cowboy. It, like if I did this, you'd think I was a mental patient. I, I just dress up like a fireman. It's a costume. If That's you why. make it, what do you mean? To seventy, mm. you know, seventy or so. I know you're. Uh, you're I got saying no 60. intentions. You've bumped up the cutoff, right? I'm thinking maybe Thursday is a good time to cut her off. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> it was 63. Yeah, it was 60. It moved to 63. I'm thinking sometime next week would be a nice time to just, just launch it. But that transition that happens to you. Uh, yeah, I'm not doing that. It might. How goofy would it be? I don't be? think you'll go the Western route. 15 years from now, we don't, let's say we end this today. 15 years from now, we all have a reunion. And I show up dressed like, uh, you know. A dashiki. Uh, right, yeah. <laughs> yes, I'm in a dashiki smoking menthols. <laughs> you guys might still like me, but when you leave, what are you talking about? What happened to that where, where guy? Where, where, when did that? When did it happen? And then if Toledo showed up dressed as a cowboy, we'd die laughing. And he's from Montana where it I actually could, applies. Yes. I mean, who's his influence? Not his dad. We don't know where he got it. <laughs> Movies. <laughs> I mean, he classmates it would be weird and that's exactly what is going I'll show on show up on my sleeveless you show up <laughs> thinking you're different retired rafael nadal <laughs> i mean retarded rafael nadal <laughs> yeah it's just a strange thing he's still uh, a really great guy my dad's it's just the costumes it's the costumes i see it as costumes you could do everything he's doing in a t-shirt and jeans but he dresses up for it. He dresses up for the activities of cowboy. Did it's he go strange. on um, Western Stitch Fix? I don't know. I don't know where he gets his stuff. That was a little bit of my. I've tried that a couple times, and it's been pretty good. Mm-hmm. But I thought, oh boy, <laughs> you sign up for these things, and they recommend you. You know, mm-hmm. I was worried about ah, this is going to be uncomfortable. I'm not going to wear uh, like a lot of this stuff. Yeah. The Western it surprised stuff? me. No, the, oh, the whole fix? when you're doing your profile. Oh on yeah, that. no, they got great stuff, and it cuts out the middleman. I like that. Now, if you started getting cowboy hats, if you started showing up in cowboy hats, I'm just starting to like the lifestyle. I would have you committed. I'd have you committed. I find it. <laughs> and if you showed up in a dress, it'd be like Brady's going through a thing, and we need to be there for him. The cowboy thing, I want to stop that. Nice. I want to stop not that coldness. For- right. No, I'm not committing you for that because I've been waiting for that. To be honest, like, <laughs> this whole man thing isn't working out. <laughs> I'm looking at that like uh, anything to keep him out of the tank tops, you know, lady tanks. But if you, yeah, it'd be like Brady's got a transition he's going through and he wants to feel like a woman because that to me makes more sense. And you wandering in here going ching, ching, ching with a lasso on your hip. What a great sound. <laughs> I think it would be hilarious. <laughs> but I would have you committed. <laughs> yeah, you came in dressed like Dracula, it would be equal to me as a cowboy. Or, you know, all of a sudden you got a feather in your head and you come in as like a. An Indian. At least like, my, my dusters wouldn't be that expensive. No, no they'd be very so they'd be kids dusters. Material? Yeah, kids dusters aren't <laughs> are cheap. It's to, and I'm hoping my dad's in a phase, but yeah, my dad. This guy says we we moved here from Cicero, this is in Illinois. We moved here from Chicago in '70. My dad bought us all cowboy hats. That was the first gift I got. Total relocation. When we moved yeah. to from uh, that's what that yeah. was. Oh yeah, we were changing moved. their avatar altogether. <laughs> my dad's. Uh, was in construction. We built the West Virginia Mountaineers Stadium. Uh, was his job in Morgantown, West Virginia. Gets the call from the company. All right, that job's done. We're moving you out to Albuquerque, New Mexico. He lit up like a Christmas tree because he's going back to John Wayne place. Oh like, he's yeah, in the west. We, and we moved, and it was Christmas Eve when our when our furniture and stuff arrived. So for Christmas that year, what did I get? Cowboy boots, cowboy hat, a purple shirt with arrows on it. And I just remember, like, is this what we is this required? Because we live in this weird place with red mountains. Let me ask you a question. It was crazy. Did you have uh, a wood ladder in your house? Lodgepole uh, wood ladder. At one I'm point, lodge lodge pole. At one yeah. point, yes. Yeah. Not the plank wood ladder. No, no the, the one that we stole from the yeah, teepee. Yeah. Yes, yeah. exactly. <laughs> that. Yes, we did have that. But uh, there's a there's a pathetic Christmas picture of us 
Christmas 1981, Albuquerque, New Mexico. No furniture in the house. We found the tree. We, my mom did a great job, got the tree up, and then went to Sears and bought anything Albuquerque sold. And I had, because uh, I liked shirts with numbers on it. So I had this football shirt of an indetermined team, number 34. Cowboy hat, boots up to my knees. I'm, I'm like, I look like what you'd give a kid who got found naked in the streets. Just get stuff on. <laughs> I had a pair of like blue shorts on. I looked crazy. And my parents, my dad was really pushing the idea that this kid's going to wear the cowboy hat pretty much everywhere he goes. And I had it on in restaurants and stuff until I looked around. I'm like, no, the other kids are doing this. Why am I? And he was trying to dress me up in his costume. And now he's wearing it. And I kind of want to have him tested for Alzheimer's because the costumes are crazy. It's like dementia patient. And then he talks to you. You're like, you're totally normal. What's with the lasso? We're at Applebee's, man. We don't need the lariat. The, the, the lariat is unnecessary. They already killed the cow. We're good. Is but he wearing then, spurs and everything, he too? He occasionally will have oh, spurs. man. And I don't know for what. Like, I don't think he's <laughs> bronk-busting anytime soon. And all he does is call me about cryptocurrency. And I just, I picture him on the other end, like, why, like you know, Yosemite Sam asking me about XLM. And, Did you get any more of that Paragon? I'll send you a check. I can't work them apps. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> That's how we say goodbye now. It was just a wonderful person that is going through a transition that I don't understand. His phone rings, happy trails. Oh, his whole house. Bombadita, bombadita. Look, the worst thing that ever happened to my dad was he aged, and he looks a lot like John Wayne as he's aged. And now he's got cardboard cutouts of John Wayne in his house. It's my friend Chuck Powell's dad used to, he's a nut too. And he, uh, the, and I used to laugh at Chuck because his dad turned 70 and grew his hair out and braided it and is now one of the foremost Midwestern Willie Nelson impersonators, and that's, that's what a true he does. story. That's a true story. He's and now he of lives a life Chuck. as well. But but Chuck's dad's like six two. He doesn't look anything like him really. He does a good job singing it, but he wanders around, and pretends to be Willie Nelson all the time, and he's like, "My dad's nuts. It's just he's nuts." John, I know it's not really it's, relative, but what would be weirder to you? Brady dressing up like a cowboy, or Brady coming into the studio one morning saying, "I'm not really hungry." <laughs> what? <laughs> that second thing drove me bananas hearing it from you. Yeah. Uh, the unhungry cowboy restaurant would be the satiated cowboy. We call it. Got any pills? <laughs> I am comfortable with how much I've eaten, cowboy. Look, I've still got food on my plate. <laughs> Welcome to Bill what? Johnson's Big Apple. Let's take it easy. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Uh, I still think Brady punching doggies is weirder than him. <laughs> I assume him saying I'm not hungry Maybe he just means he just ate. Yeah. Yeah. He's full. Uh, now, what would shock me? I haven't eaten in two days. By that choice. Not, like, were you lost in a boat or something? Juice cleanse, Brady? <laughs> Uh, I'm on a 30-day water cleanse. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. Or punch and doggy. What's more likely? If we're throwing bets on it, I mean, we've got legalized betting here in the state now. One of the biggest ones would be, in the next 10 years, what are the odds Brady punches doggies over having a juice cleanse? Oof. Bring out the, the Vegas doggies. odds on that one are high right now. Yeah. I'd be sitting there sipping my turmeric, watching Brady go, yeah, punch a doggie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just find that transition strange. And everybody knows a guy. who You, you at Gilbert High School had, in the late 80s, early 90s, yeah. had to watch people go Probably through. Probably had a third-year class. Because that's also it was Mormons oh, yeah. and Cowboys. That's all it was out there. It's a great band. Enemy. It's a great band name. <laughs> Mormons and Cowboys? Yeah. The, uh, but the weird thing was is that was when country music had its pop yeah. jump, Garth too. Garth Brooks and, and all that stuff. And, yeah. and all that stuff started to show up like... 
as popular music. It we had two two huge. guys in the UA, believe it or that not. That went country Trent music. Trent Southworth. He, he didn't go country music. He just was his, became a cowboy. He lived in UA, and then his parents had a <clears throat> uh, farm, and he just wore the garb. Uh, now, see, I'm also one that, like, I understand wearing your team's jersey, but the full uniform to a ball game always baffled me. Yeah. That's a costume, like like grown men in costume. And I'm borderline when I get the Steelers game going with the yeah, jersey. But if you threw pads But if on, I had pads and a helmet yeah. and stuff and just sat in the crowd, I'd be a nutball. That's how I see my dad. He's playing a role. It's not really necessary. And he used to make fun of me, like my clothes and stuff. I was always like, oh, you're wearing. You dress like a cowboy now every day. He goes to dinner, he dresses like a human being because he knows it's frowned upon. Deep down, he knows. <laughs> Deep down. So if, doesn't wear Wranglers. No, if to he the comes steakhouse. out here and says, let's go grab some food when he flies out, I'm like, sure, we'll go to a restaurant. He doesn't show up dressed like he, oof, I've been out there dusting uh, off engines. And I'm like, what are you doing? <laughs> oh, little doggy. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. The thing is, if you, if you mention, this would be fun the next time we talk to my dad or I call him, just yeah. mention John Wayne. No, and I'll say within mind. two minutes, Attorney brother of mine, you know. Oh yeah, because they were, but not at the same school no, or no. in same years or anything. Probably pretty close though. He was he was older than your dad. There, it is close, but and John Wayne probably twenty years older than your dad. Is that he was an old, he was he died when he was seventy six in the seventies. Oh yeah, yeah so uh, he's like yeah. one hundred and twenty. I think he's a little older yeah. than your dad. <laughs> but your dad, he they're simpatico. Yeah, it's crazy. Anyway. Like, if your dad, he likes cars. Yeah. And he dressed as a mechanic everywhere he went. He'd be like, Dad. With a patch on his yeah, shirt. Yeah. <laughs> Curse TP. And- Look, yes. I mean, NASCAR <laughs> was big. Yeah, and you don't I mean, dress like a crew member. Jackets. You, but Some you don't do, that's a- full out pit crew your day. I get wearing something supportive. Like, if my dad had a, like, a, like something. One, the boots. Okay, I'll give you cowboy boots. They're kind of comfortable. But the whole thing, like the outfit and the belt buckle and the hat and the lasso, <laughs> it's weird. If your dad always had wrenches in his belt, like going, I'm going to go over to the Fridays here and get my wrench belt in there and just <laughs> I'd have it committed. Dad, you've lost your mind. You're yeah, in I'd have committed. Yeah. It's like me dressing up as a microphone and just walking around. Right? <laughs> How you doing? Put your headphones on all the time. My headphone. Uh, Pratt does that, and we make fun of him all the time. He never takes those stupid headphones off because he's a douchebag. Anyway. That transition from normal person to cowboy. Hilarious. You're either born one or you're not. I believe that to be true. I don't think it's a choice. <laughs> I think my dad's transitioned into it, and it's odd. You got to come out to the ranch, he says. I'm like, Ugh, why don't you just say come to my house? Why don't you come out to a ranch, though? What's the difference? You don't. Come on. I, I have a problem with that. Isn't a ranch like a working thing? He's closing like in on there's. That. Is he got cattle and he's you know and all? He's, does he? He's working. So it's animals. a ranch. It's a ranch. He's got a. He's got to work his he's horses every hand. day. He's got a hand. Does he? Yeah. <laughs> wow. A big. Uh, he's got a cookie. He, he's kind of got a cookie. He's got a. He's got a guy. Is there a ranch house? <laughs> a dude that can lift donkeys. What? Yeah. That's a big ranch. It is a he's big got horse. He's got. He has a horse. This dude <laughs> is big and strong. Country strong. He's got Mongo from. Uh, He's kind of got Mongo. Mongo will go out and lift the animals. Jeez. He's got horses. When and... I went shooting last Friday on my buddy's ranch. Yeah. yeah, it's a camp more than anything. But he's got. There's a guy out there because he's working. It needs some fixing up. 
and they removed he was doing uh removing 75 tree stumps yeah the guy doing it by 75 hand? years old <laughs> that would be my dad six foot five monster 75 <laughs> and working this stump <laughs> solo man i couldn't yeah. like it's nuts it's just not normal yeah, I'll do it. Scott Haynes says the people Brady's talking about are called dating chameleons. I've seen that. Where they, wow. That's a, good, that's a good phrase. Where they turn into the person they're dating. They take on all their likes and stuff. Which at a certain point, you kind of you find things like, hey, I do like that. Or you like the same music or you start to kind of tie together in certain areas. But if you start dressing like they're – You see um, – there's been cases too where the person all of a sudden <laughs> – oh, the, the girl all of a sudden takes over and starts dressing them. Oh, yeah. No, I've seen that in a big way. I could never – I don't care how amazingly hot she is if she's a country music fan, first and foremost, and, like, she leads with it. I can't be with that for good because I'm not retarded. John, I, can't, I can't get into that music at all. It's for people with IQs under 80. I don't get it. John, please tell me your dad looks a little like DiCaprio and Django Unchanged because I really <laughs> want to see the Holmberg plantation. No, see, if that's the thing, that's the, that's the subtle difference that if my dad started yeah. to dress like that, everybody would be like, we yeah. need to commit him. But he's so close to that. <laughs> but it's acceptable. And he moved to Texas because people will stop laughing. Like he can go to the Home Depot in Texas and it's normal. No problems. Here, here you go down and yeah. – you know, Thomas and 32nd Street dressed up like that. People are like, oh, Caballero. <laughs> he puts on the pointy cowboy boots when he does yeah. that. You know what never he goes happens? To the 32nd and the Home Depot there. He's got those long, yeah. pointy handlebars. Here's how I know it's crazy. Here's how I know deep down it's insane. If you started to take a liking to like Payway and like the Asian culture and started to wear coolie hats and like run around. A gi? Yeah, a gi and everything. You started to dress like the culture. People call it appropriation, and they hate you, right? Like, it's not normal. Like, something's oh, wrong with you. Oh, you can get in trouble you. Yeah, for yeah, it. you can't do it. <laughs> John, maybe your dad is laying with the ranch hand, and that's why he's dressing like Brokeback. Ever thought of that? that? Could be. Yes. <laughs> I have, because I think people who dress like cowboys are a little gay. The only type of cowboy that isn't gay is, like, that 90-year-old dude. He's got, like, a dog. Held on to it? Like, yeah. a dog that's 61. Yep. Me and old Blue been out here doing this for 25 years. He's never had a meal that isn't in a tin. That's a cowboy. Cowboys were not romantic. They're dirty, disgusting drifters. In history, if you look at what cowboys were, they were guys who couldn't keep jobs. They were kind of the low-level dummies that went out and did the hard work of the ranch. We think of cowboys as these heroes running around Wyatt Earp and all that, but what they were was the, the worst people alive that would go out and do the farm work. And sleep in bunks together. Brett's kind of converted a little bit on the side. He's impacted. He's the only guy I know that has a three-piece suit. That's suicidal tendencies. <laughs> that is true. It is. Brett's love of suicidal tendencies is borderline committable. It's because nobody has it. Guys in suicidal tendencies don't like the band. Oh, stop! It's true. <laughs> You ask them what their favorite band is, they won't say suicidal tendencies. Well, of course, nobody's going to say their band <laughs> well, is their should. favorite band. <laughs> No, they don't. I would. Lars would. <laughs> well, Lars would. Lars yeah. would. Lars does. Yeah. We're not great. I bet you suicidal. Lars and Gene Simmons. Suicidal tendencies. Oh, they won't Simmons. even land in their own top ten. <laughs> Gene Simmons thinks it. Wow. Yeah. Are there other bands? I didn't know. Uh, what do you got on the big board of musical treats over there, Cowboy? All right. <laughs> Thanks, Tex. 
Uh, <laughs> wake up song brought to you guys by Action Ride Shop. The weather is getting nice out, so if you guys are uh, ready to head out on the trails, make sure you get the bike serviced. If you don't have a bike or anything, they can hook you up at rentals or e-bikes or whatever you need. Check them out on Facebook and on Instagram at Action Ride Shop. And uh, System of a Down, Violent Pornography showing up, Mushroom Head, yeah. Royal Blood. <laughs> See, people uh, think crying porn is always violent. Know, it's not know. always violent. It could be. It could be uh, she's so emotionally taken with the situation that she's falling in love right there in front of your eyes with that uh, that hog. Deftones, White Zombie, Volbeat, uh, New Fear Factory up there. I haven't heard that one. I yet. haven't either. Is uh, it good? I I don't know. You haven't heard even a clip. World. No, not even. Let's throw it out there. All right. It's a little Fear Factory disruptor. No words from Larry on that. No, he wouldn't do. I don't think we've we haven't played Fear Factory in like fifteen years. Yeah. Well, and in Marcus fairness, would. in fairness, not that great. The last few have been last few albums garbage. Now. Yeah, but yeah, when they first popped up, you're like, well, oh yeah, hey, no, this they got some. You have it loaded and ready, Richard. Getting it. Okay, yeah, it's pretty great. This guy says that I, his brother did the same thing. So I didn't see my brother in a year. He moved to Northern California, comes back dressed as a complete cowboy. <laughs> if you, if it hasn't Northern happened in California. your family, if it hasn't happened in your family, it's hard to understand. It is. It is. How am I? And, and is this going to happen to me? Am I going to someday just? What's great if someone? Uh, the other Maybe. thing that yes. happens too is the uh, um, the move. I noticed um, when went to college mm-hmm. freshman year, girls come back in the after the first semester and they've picked up a southern accent. Whatever right. they whatever university they went to, it makes a little more sense to me when it's the age of like fifteen to, to twenty five because you're developing who you are. Right, and the, the group that you're hanging around with sometimes that happens even on yeah. the dressing. But, but not in your seven. I hung around a bunch of people from Costco, and yeah. it's, it's, it's it shouts it, it it shouts out to me that you really didn't have much of a confidence in who you were. Is after about age thirty three, you start dressing in costumes every once in a while to see if it sticks. But you know, whatever makes them happy, it's crazy. My sister got Euro. Did she, know, well, she lives in Europe. Little, she yeah. kind of has to a little. Yeah, but she's not going to come back here and but do all like things. But not like after European. two weeks, right. all of a sudden. But if she comes back here and tries to uh, apply all the European ways to Columbus, Ohio, they're going to think she's an idiot. You would, you know, when in Rome, that kind of thing. Yeah. But you don't drag it back. Two weeks with in you. France, you're wearing a beret and you got a surrender flag. Again, <laughs> right? Yeah, you become a surrender monkey because that's what you do. Now imagine my dad took on French culture, and he moved to Paris, Texas instead, and he's in berets and those mime outfits. <laughs> We, we, we would think he's insane, <laughs> yeah. but cowboy for some reason is okay. Oh, and the Europeans love the Western states. They do. I mean, moved out here, and everyone that I, that I've met—not everyone, but a huge chunk of them—that came over from Europe to Arizona because <clears throat> of the West. Oh yeah, they want well, the, the movies. cowboy. Yep, the movies did that. Well, who else is buying rhinestone and kachina dolls? I mean, the Midwest. That's, that's about it. Every old Coca Pelly. Yeah. It should yeah. be you the know, welcome back. dream catchers. <laughs> yeah, it should just be the second. The second you cross the border into Arizona, somebody should like an Indian should throw a Coca Pelly at your car, just gunk, and it sticks. Oh, it's like that's a gift here they give you every time one of the savages tosses a Coca Pelly into the side of your car. <laughs> that's how the Midwest looks at it. We're driving through reservation land. That's savage country. Keep your eyes peeled, kids. I was told that by my dad's boss, Jimmy Richards. We went out to Superstition Mountain, and the old theory that the ghost of Geronimo or somebody shows up at 5 o'clock when the sun's setting is shows up. Okay. And Jimmy was from Georgia. DK to Georgia. 
and he would he would just sit and smoke. He never got out of the car ever. I don't think that guy ever got out of the car in his whole. I think he died in his car, and he'd sit and smoke and go, "Watch out out there now! Gonna wander around there and get uh, crushed by one of those savage people." <laughs> <laughs> and he's in a parking lot, and we're just walking around Superstition Mountain. They're everywhere. They hide behind rocks, and they know this land better than anybody. He's still worried they're after us. He yeah, that, get out the of minute car. you step on. <sighs> All you heard. <laughs> now, don't go too far now. I'm not coming out there after your ass. You damn savages take you away. I'm going to let them have you. Your mom and daddy said to watch you. If you get out of my eyesight, that ain't my fault. <laughs> he drug us to the mountain and then told us Indians are going to kill us. But that's what he thought. I think he actually believed it. Because that's what movies taught him. Anyway. And now my dad's dressing like that. It's, it's weird. <laughs> Whoa, whoa, whoa. What the hell? 98. I'm not cool with this at all. KU.